right. Hi. <laughs> everyone. Welcome to Three Funny Ladies. That's your host, Susan Sebastian Jacobs. <laughs> and that is your other host, Joseph Anastasia. Oh, Beaverhausen. <laughs> Beaverhausen. How are you today oh, of all days? Oh, my God. Just fucking delightful. How are you? Great. It is fucking September. I know. Fuck. I, yeah, it How? is. I don't. I, I honestly don't know. Two days ago, it was June 15th. I know. I, I, yes, correct. I know this. It's, I don't know. It's disgusting. It's it's disgusting. It's there. I'm disgusted. Someone needs to file a complaint. Okay, I will get on that. What's uh, what's going on? How what what's happening? Oh, what have you been up okay. to? So, Ferndale Public Schools usually does not start SQL um until the Tuesday after Labor Day normally. Yeah, I thought that was a law in the state of Michigan. Oh, who the fuck knows? Um, I bet someone knows. Uh, yeah, no, I'm sure someone knows. No one here. No right. one. Okay. No Fair one. Here, no one listening Fair probably enough. knows. Um, but uh, so we were. We were like, what the fuck do they think they? What the fuck do they think they're doing? What the fuck do they think they are? So they Ooh. started uh, Friendo Public School. So they started uh, last this past Monday, right? <laughs> then we had that big storm. They have been off since then. Wow. Because the power is out. Still is out. It's still out. Wow. Um, and we got a new superintendent and I love her already. Um, <laughs> I love her already because Ferndale uh, school district, even though they're supposed to be progressive and LGBTQ friendly and all that kind of bullshit, it's not bullshit, but you know what I mean? Uh, that sounded All really that terrible. fucking bullshit. All that fucking bullshit. Woke bullshit. Gay people being equal. What a joke. Uh, sorry. Um, a lot of the parents are assholes. And a lot of the parents put themselves in places where they should not be. So anyway, our, our new superintendent already knows this. And so she sent an email out. And it was nice. It was professional. But it was very much... Like she took pictures of the building without power <laughs> and she attached them to the email. She's like, here are all the places that, because we have partial power, I guess. Okay. She's like, here are the places without power. We cannot have school. And she's like, I'm, we're all very upset. It's really embarrassing. And it's also not our fault. So basically, in other words, get off our dick. <laughs> um, because it's totally DTE is just like, we don't know what's going on. So anyway. I was talking to a friend of the podcast, Gretchen, about this today. Because she also doesn't have power at her oh, home. No. Um, But... It's like, I just wonder if other states are like ours. It's just like, anytime there's a storm, you know, there's going to be 11 billion people that don't have power. Well, we know that Texas is. Texas oh, is sure. a fucking shit show. Yep, yep, yep. Um, I am, I'm always, I didn't realize until whatever night we had rehearsal Tuesday. At the other side of 8 Mile, across from me is all out of power. Yeah, it's still that gas station that we passed. Yes, the Tuesday lawless night. land. Yeah, that that light at eight and John R's 
is working. Oh, thank God, because... The one prior to it, like, just to the west of it, is still not, nor is that gas station. Jesus. Yeah, it's... Yeah. No, it's a lawless land over there. So without power, I can't even, I don't even want to go near it, quite frankly. You live in a town other or a state other than Michigan and you lose power a lot. Let us know. I'm just curious. (laughs) Just where does it, does Canada have these problems? Does Canada, parts of Canada lose power ever? I bet they don't because they're, they probably don't. I know. (laughs) Um, I will say that Ferndale is the biggest problem with power because. I mean, and you know this, you used to lose power every Wednesday. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> sure did, buddy. I remember being pregnant with Lillian and it was, oh, it was so hot that summer. Uh, and we remember when we lost power and we had, a, it was like out for like three weeks or something. It was like off and on for three weeks between brownouts and being, t- remember yeah, that? Yeah, I sure and do. I called DTE. <laughs> I was I was like, I'm pregnant and blah, blah. And my mother was in town. Oh my God. And I'm pregnant and blah, 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 blah. And, and don't think I don't know what you do to gay people shutting their power off every <laughs> Because I was convinced and still am convinced that it was part of the gay, not the gay agenda. That would be dumb. Of <laughs> uh, the gay, the anti-gay, anti-gay agenda. agenda. Yeah, uh, because they lost power every Wednesday, which I just didn't understand. Yeah, um, and for a while there, it was just our side of the street that would lose this power. Is, this is what I and I told her. I was like, "It's only the gay people losing power. Don't <laughs> think I don't know." And one time, it was literally only our house. <laughs> And it was in the winter. It was freezing cold. Joe went to sleep at the theater. But I was afraid the cats were going to freeze to death. Oh, no. So, yeah, bad news bears. Yeah, it's just DTE doesn't like gay people. They don't. And we're telling you right now. Like George Bush doesn't like black people. That's right. That Yes. That's what Kanye West said. Oh, okay. I'm like, hold on. Is that? Is that a fact? (laughs) Um, I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised, but, you know. what else? I do have something we need to talk about Rob Schneider. Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't read. I didn't read it because I was instantly pissed off. Yeah, I did. Um, So I didn't read it. So I please didn't, continue. I didn't realize his political stance until today. I didn't know he was so one of them. He, so he is one of them. He was on Glenn Beck's podcast. So that should tell you something. Okay. Um, he talked about uh, the Saturday Night Live after the 2016 election, when uh, okay, that, okay, uh-huh, uh-huh, the uh-huh. cold open was Kate McKinnon dressed as Hillary Clinton, and she just sat at a piano and sang the uh, Hallelujah song. And it was, and it sound, and it's cheesy, and it's corny, and it, and it, yes, it sounds cringy, but it was actually amazing. Yeah, but he said, "Please have a joke at the end. Don't do this. Please don't go down there." Uh, when there was no joke at the end, I went, it's over, it's over, it's not going to come back. Uh, he went on to talk about the uh, other late night talk show hosts uh, who are, quote, indoctrinating their viewers. Uh, he said, you can take the comedic indoctrination process happening with each of the late night hosts and you could exchange them with each other. That's how you know it's not interesting anymore. Yes, because you, Rob Schneider, have had a 
glorious <laughs> career. Glorious and storied and layered career. <laughs> so that was, that was disappointing. He's like becoming Victoria Jackson. Oh, God, fuck all the way. Just fuck all the way off. Yeah. Fuck all the way off. Fuck all the way off. God, I hate humans. I really do. I'm praying uh, that our alien overlords save us. Yeah. Um. So what else is happening? I watched a two-hour special about Mary Kay Letourneau. You did? Yeah. How was that? It's very interesting in on a number of levels. Just because of the gender swap of how it normally yes. is happening. Uh-huh. Um, and there was a guy in there who was saying that uh, when Vili was like, would walk down the street, like people would be like, all right, way to go. Yeah. Good for you. Right. But she's a pariah. Well, even if it was like a 12 year old girl walking down the street, like you right. would never be like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck that teacher. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just weird. Yeah. The, I mean, there were several people like they talked to her former best friend who like they were best friends growing up. And she was talking about like she like Mary Kay had called her and was like, I've met the love of my life. And he's a student. And so this her friend was like, oh, so he's a college student. Like he must be 19, 18. Like right. he's probably young. Right. But she didn't realize that he was. Correct. 12. And I mean, are you come on, man? Yeah. Come on, man. And a lot of people were like, I feel like it was child rape and that it was also a love story. And I'm like, I don't know. There was one lady who was like, Mary Kay Letourneau is a pedophile and she uh, raped child is what she did. So it's just, it's very interesting just how we invest different opinions into gender, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they had two kids. They had two kids. Yeah, he was like 13 and he had she had his kid. I mean, it's I just like what? What do you and what? She was married and had four kids of her own prior to that. Like, what do you oh like I get weird when Pete will be like, when you were graduating from high school, I was in the sixth grade. I'm like, <laughs> all right, okay, stop. Fucking stop. That's gross. Um yeah. so I can't even imagine. I just, I don't, it's so weird to me. It's just so weird. Yeah, it is. It is. It's weird. And then they got married. Yeah. yeah. It's just the whole thing is weird. <laughs> like there's never been any other, like, it's just like, if, if the gender roles were reversed, we would not, we would, I think collectively be like that motherfucker needs to fry for raping right. a 12 year old girl. Right. But there's also never been a case where like, at least that I know of that a man has, raped a 12 year old girl and then they have gotten married afterwards right. and stayed married until she died. I don't well, know. We do know one who Celine Dion, man. Oh yeah. That was, that was, that but was did sketch. he rape her? I don't really know their whole story. Well, in as much but as was Mary young. Kay did. Right. I mean, I get, I mean, yes. You know what I, I mean? Obviously. Well, mm, well, no, hold on. Back up. I'm sorry. I technically, I don't think they started doing anything until she was 18. So okay. she was age of, so no, it's not the same, but it is the same in the grooming aspect. Okay. Yeah. 
there was a lot of talk about that because everyone like loved like all her students loved her and um but they also were not careful like they were just reckless about like there were so oh many God, rumors right it's like they wanted to get caught. around the school i know and then like, when she got go the parking lot what are you talking yeah, that's exactly how she got arrested and then like she, her when she went to trial she was like pretty much let off like go to counseling <clears throat> and you know we'll suspend your jail sentence and all that stuff but you can't have any contact with him anymore and right. she was like great and, but then she did and then they, she got found out again in a parking lot so on the side dumb. of the street. They were in the car. And then she got pregnant again when she went back to trial the second time. Oh my God. I know. It's just she had the baby while she was in jail. It's just, it's all of it is just so crazy. Just so crazy. So, yeah, that's what I did this week. Okay. We are uh-huh. watching uh, Only Murders, second season. We're almost done with it. Enjoying How- it very much. So, listen to this. I don't know if you saw it on Peter's uh, Facebook. Guess who he met? Who did he meet? He met and talked with and took a picture with the man who plays Nathan Lane's son. Oh, my gosh. Where? How did that happen? Because... That gentleman and I forgot his name. I'm is, gonna look at that picture is right now. Friends with someone who played in the Detroit Improv Festival, so he came to watch her. Oh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and this person is friends with Peter and was like, Hey, guess who's coming to see me? And so Pete had a freak out moment, and um, uh, yeah. So if I like you look on guy. Pete's, yeah, he's very good. So if you look on Pete's page, uh, you'll see a picture of him and Peter. I'm scrolling. Oh, there he is. He is deaf in real life. Yes. And he's Randy wearing Joe. a Detroit Tigers hat. Yep. How cool. That's really cool. I just love the show. It's so witty. It's so good. Um. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm eager to see how it, this season's going to wind up. I love all the talk about, well, you did it better in the first season. Oh, <laughs> my God. They're just so. <laughs> It's just so, wait till you get to the finale. Oh my God. They're just so, it's um, self-aware and I just fucking love it so much. Oh God. It's so fucking good. I miss it. I miss it. All right. Yeah. They're saying that the third season will probably be the last one. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, just when it's that well done, it's like, I'm, I'm good. June, like Shit's Creek. Yes. Yes. So well done. Yes. Like six seasons was great. Perfect. Yes, I I I miss it, but it was per, it was yeah, yeah. it's good. Um, do you know who's going to be in the third season already? I do, and I think that it's probably something has been spoiled in this season. Um, I I the, uh, y- yes, okay, yes, it, ish, not not really. It's not like a big, okay. it's not a big deal. But, okay, so if you already he's he's in the last few minutes of the finale. Okay, so it's not a big like. I loved Amy Schumer. I love that she moved into Sting's apartment. Uh, Pete brought up a good point. Who's going to move into Sting's apartment next season? Yeah. I think that's such a brilliant little carryover. Love it so much. Uh, Oh, God. I just love it. Um, Oh, and you were right. Going back to our conversation about the Hulk. Do we have that on air or afterwards? I think we were on air. 
um, that uh, there was a little nod to uh, other Hulks. And there was in not today's episode. We haven't watched it yet. But in last week's episode, the big bad of uh, the season is the bad guy from Edward Norton's Hulk movie. So uh, she is supposed to uh, be his lawyer. So she has to call Bruce to be like, are you going to be weird about this? You know, he was, he tried to kill you, blah, 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 blah. And uh, what Mark Ruffalo says is no, no, it's great. You know, I've moved past it. I mean, I was a, totally different person back then. okay i was hoping there was going to be some little tip of the hat and not it just was. like oh it's the same guy no no okay. no marvel is very good about that okay. so yes he does say i was a totally different person back then so that was uh what that article alluded to okay um and yeah and if it's entertainment weekly it's always correct because they have a way of uh doing their uh articles like the day before something drops or like the morning it drops. Yes. I read today. I saw the headline about a secret cameo in this new episode. Oh, don't tell me. Don't tell me. <laughs> but I did read the article to find out who it was. Cause I was curious, but sure, 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 um, sure. So yeah. Um, what else? What else is happening? What else? I was just learning how to <laughs> love. Um, nothing, I guess. All right. Shall we? Shall we Get dive down in? to it? Oh, oh. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, yeah. So this week is a wee pond. <laughs> it is. It's a wee pond, and we watched the documentary "Merely Marvelous: The Dancing Genius of Gwen Verdon." Ah. She was so good. Oh, my God. So just a little background. So you all know Gwen Verdon, a big, big Broadway star in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Uh, She won four Tony Awards almost consecutively. She was married to Bob Fosse uh, for a very long time, although they were not together also for a very long time. And uh, this uh, documentary is um, just about her. It really focuses on her dancing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, what'd you think of it? I think you loved it. I liked it. You liked it. Here's the documentary. When did this come out? Because it came out before Chicago came out. No. Uh, it didn't? The movie? Yeah, because they mentioned Chicago and they only mentioned two versions. They mentioned the movie. Right. Two versions of the movie. Poster of the movie. Am I reading? When when did it come out? 2020. Oh, it did? Yeah. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, that's not right. That's not right. I'm stumped (laughs) because the, the quality, the production value screams 90s. It it is a very unorthodox format for a documentary of these days. I agree with you. There's this very generic narrator uh-huh. um, who it's grainy almost. Yeah, it was. I was surprised when he started talking. I was like, "Oh, interesting." Oh, I'm sorry. 2019, it came out. Wow, that's fascinating to me. Here's the problem I had: the people they spoke to. 
the person I love the most was Cheetah Rivera. Oh, oh my, God. my God. Oh my God. Like she was just genuine and spoke from the heart. And it was great. Everybody else. And even her kids sort of sounded like this too, were these weird talking heads that sounded like they were inserting themselves into her life. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I felt that about her son. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously her kids aren't, her kids knew her, but the way they were speaking and the way everyone spoke, it was very much like, you know, I don't know. Like if I were to talk about Keegan or something, because I've played a set with him once, or I knew him in college or whatever. And for me to like go, that's just how it felt to me. It felt like people except for Cheetah Rivera but including her children, it just sounded like people who maybe actually didn't know her that well. Um, and were just kind of inserting themselves into her narrative. So it yeah. bothered me a little bit. I was surprised that there weren't more famous people, I right. guess. Especially like, for 2019. Yeah. I really loved the guy mm-hmm. who was the chorus boy who had done a few shows with her. The dark haired one? No, he was older. He had sort of grayish hair. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Who was like, you know, during, I don't remember what show it was, Redhead maybe, where she had that whole sequence. Like she did the gypsy dance with the boys and then she would do mm-hmm. a dance with the girls. And like she was just on the whole time. Mm-hmm. And she came off and she's like, I'm having the time of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I like those stories. <clears throat> but yeah, I was, and of course, because I also. Fucking adore Cheetah Rivera to know. Oh my God. She was just a doll and a half. But yeah, I wanted more. And maybe there aren't a lot of people still alive. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess if we're looking at, I mean, because the movie is subtitled The Dancing Genius of Gwen Verdon, like, because I was about to say, like, get Diane Keaton on there or get Meryl Streep on there. Because they right. were in Marvin's room. Have you seen Marvin's room? I have not. I didn't know oh she was God. in it. She I is it. so fucking good in Marvin's room. They, I love that clip, whole movie. The but. clip they showed, bitch, one of you is in the loony bin. Give me a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> I love her in that. She was nominated for a Screen Actors Guild for award for Best Supporting Actress for it. Um, I could also see her in Steel Magnolias. Yes. Oh, my she God. She would have been great yeah. in that. Yeah. Oh my God, she would have been. Mm-hmm. But I really loved all of the footage they had, like oh, that yeah. uh, from Can Can. And they looked so great. Like those were in the fucking 50s. Yeah. And they looked so great that how they were Can filmed. Can Jesus, Mary and Joseph. I know. Oh my God. That story is just Broadway legend of her bringing down the house. Um, I did like, and I forgot who said it, the, the honesty of one of the guys that were like, you know, there, there will be numbers in shows that have little to nothing to do with the storyline of the show. It's just for a certain person to sing or dance or whatever. Um, so I just thought that was funny. Like this had nothing to do with the show. It was just a cool dance and Gwen did it. So it's in the show. Um, she seemed like a really fucking awesome lady. Not too keen on her and the adultery. I'm a judgmental bitch when it comes to the adultery. Well, they were separated though. Were they? Yeah. I mean, they separated in like 71, but no, they no, no, were. No, no, no. 
she was with Bob when he was married. Oh, that adultery. Right. That adultery. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Gwen, I get now. Come on, yeah. honey. I mean, obviously, she was a friendly lady. I mean, she had her first son, got pregnant with him when she was mm-hmm. still a teanager. A friendly lady? Is that a euphemism? <laughs> I love that. Yeah. She and, was a, and no judgments, no a judgments. friendly lady. <laughs> Um, but you know, and then her fucking mother made them get married. And that whole phenomenon is so, uh, so ridiculous to me. Oh, well you're pregnant. Well, now you have to get married because that just makes everything better. That makes everything better. Okay. They're going to get divorced or be miserable. Exactly. Like, (laughs) that's so dumb. It's all about appearances. And really who gives a fuck? Exactly. It was also alarming to see her daughter because her daughter is in a chorus line, the movie. Oh, and that's probably the last time I've seen her. And now I'm just like, Oh my God, you're old. Yeah. I mean, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> I mean, but it's happening to us as we speak. Um, yeah, I loved cheetah. I could not. Uh, the other thing that got me was, well, a couple things got me. The fact that, she wasn't in the beginning. She wasn't passionate about dance. Yeah. It was just all. a way to make a living, just a way to get a check. Yeah. Like all oh, this, I'll make more money doing this. And yeah. then to just have that talent and not really care about that thing. It's just like, Oh my God. But then she, I think she grew to l- love it and be, and obviously be passionate about it because um, that whole thing about sweet charity and them replacing her in the movie. And then asking her to choreograph, you've got a lot of balls, Hollywood. And then she did it because she wanted it to be right. Yeah. Oh, God. And when she was on Dick Cavani, it's like, were you upset about it? She's like, no, not at all. And I'm like, you were. I have to believe that you were. You were. But I do believe her answer. She was like, no, not at all. I, I got to make it. You know, I got to choreograph it. I got to make sure it was right. And I was so satisfied with the work that it didn't bother me. So I probably, she was probably bothered at first and then got over it essentially. Yeah. yeah. And I find it fascinating their her relationship with Bob Fosse because I mean, they, you can't tell his story without her and you can't tell right. her story without him. They're so connected. It's also so fascinating how long they were not together at the end and yeah. he died in her arms. Yeah. And they were not together. No. But that was also, she was helping him choreograph that revival of Sweet Charity in Washington. <sighs> and oh, God, it's just crazy. Yeah, he collapsed on the street. They had dinner and they were on their way to opening night and he collapsed in the street and died in the street. Oh, my God. I know. Um, but yeah, she went to Germany and helped him choreograph the cabaret movie. Um, yeah, she was just with him all the time. And it's also, I loved the, the notion that she really sort of propped him up and really helped finesse mm-hmm. his style. Mm-hmm. Like the style that we know as Fosse mm-hmm. was really because of her. her. Yeah. 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 Yes. Because her dancing is so, it seems frenetic, but it's not. Yeah. Because someone says, uh, and it one of that one blonde woman I could not yeah, tolerate. Charlotte her. Dembloise, shut yeah, the, she's shut the always up. bothered me. Yeah, shut the fuck up. She was very much one of those people that sounded like she was just inserting herself into the narrative when she had nothing to do with Gwen Verdon at all, and was just so pretentious. 
here's the problem I go into this with. Nothing bores me more than actors talking about acting. Okay. Aside from this or, um, (laughs) but in that serious, pretentious, crafty way, like my craft worse than that is improvisers doing it. Shut the fuck (laughs) up. You are playing make-believe. Stop it. Um, Anyway, so so that's why I have the biggest problem with those people sounding so hoity-toity and just inserting them. It's just like, just talk about her. Yeah. yeah so obviously, you're going to talk about her dancing and her. You're going to talk about those things, but you don't have to do it in such a pretentious tone. Fucking stop <laughs> it. Um, I went on a tangent because I had a different point. <laughs> God damn it. And now I've forgotten. I will say about her while you're thinking of this. No, I'm not going to remember. Go on. <laughs> did enjoy her taking apart that section of if my friends could see me now and mm-hmm. how like these kicks are really hard to do. And she just makes it look oh, so that's, easy. That's what I started to, that's what I started to say is that that you look at them and especially if you don't know anything about dance and you can't dance, like, like I cannot dance at all. And I don't know anything about dance. When you look at it, you can at first blush go, Oh, that's kind of ugly. Um, but then when you really, you're like, that must be fucking hard. Yeah. It and must be so hard, especially to make it look so effortless. And it does yeah. because like I said, it kind of, there's kind of this ugly, dirty quality to it and frenetic. And so you think, Oh, that's so easy. No, please. That's so, and then you really pay attention. You're like, that's fucking difficult. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I love that whole sequence. And then how it was just like exactly in the movie, the same mm-hmm. way, but mm-hmm. also you could see not done as well. In the mm-hmm. movie, which I thought was also interesting. I also love that story about uh, how she kept getting the note to not kick no. so high because he was sick of seeing her underwear. And she turned to the chorus girl and was like, I know how to fix that. Oh, how are you going to fix that? I'm not going to wear underwear. I was like, yes. <laughs> Fucking yes. Friendly lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do with all my directors. Um uh, I just thought that was great. Oh, note taken. I just won't wear underwear. Good. Um, and then the can can where you see how high her kicks are, and oh she's like, God. "Oh, I just throw my leg up there." God damn it! Yeah, oh. and just have to do that eight times a week. And also, I liked when they were talking about how back in those days, like the the amplification was so different, mm-hmm. and you really had to use your voice mm-hmm. in ways that you don't have to now. So, right. in addition to all of that physical exertion, also having to make sure that people can hear you. It's just amazing that people did eight shows a week back then. And then that fucking story about a feather getting wrapped around her vocal cords? Yes. Yeah. What? That's why she had to leave Chicago for those four weeks when Liza stepped in. Because she had surgery. She had to have surgery done on her vocal cords. That's fucking nuts. And she was so nervous that it wasn't going to leave her to be able to sing again. Oh, that would be, I can't even, I can't even imagine. And then to add insult to injury, when Liza went into Chicago, all the critics came back and then they're like, oh my God, this show's amazing. Oh, fuck you. I know. All men, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, uh, God damn it. Oh, uh, what I didn't realize she had so much to do with Chicago. Yeah, it was all her idea. I didn't realize that because, um, I don't have a lot of 
what is the word respect that's not the right word for the show itself as it is because now it's become this stunt casting thing and so it's like well who hasn't been in chicago i mean i haven't but you know um so it's kind of like ugh, chicago anybody can do chicago Uh, once again i couldn't but um so to know that it was like her idea and she was in a fit that blew my mind i did not realize that yeah yeah, she was just, I just love her so much. And just that combination of like everyone had in the movie pretty much said of like funny, sexy, talented right? performer. And there's not been anyone like her since. No, uh, that was another thing that that woman did. Uh, could she say sexy more? That blonde? <laughs> Tell me you've she had your gay awakening without telling me you've had your gay awakening. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we get it. She was sexy. She said it like 10 times. Shut, the, shut up. My God. We get it. We, we got it. <laughs> and Helen Gallagher, who they talked to, who was in Sweet Charity with her on Broadway, mm-hmm. who also went on to star in Ryan's Hope, the soap opera, Ooh. as Maeve Ryan, the matriarch, is still alive, which I had no idea. She's 94 years old. I had to look Holy it up. Holy shit. Um, but I was so surprised to see her. Um, I also loved, loved at the end that footage of her taking the tap dance class with her nephew. Yeah. Five months before she died. That's crazy. I know. So sweet. So lovely. And she just, when she just decided to stop dancing because she wouldn't be able to do it perfectly anymore. Right. Yeah. Did That's you- why I stopped dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And singing. Um, <laughs> did you watch the Fosse Verdon? Series? I started to, and I didn't, I didn't finish it. Um, it's real good. Because Williams was is really good. HBO. It was FX. It was on a channel that um, it just wasn't easily watchable for me. And so I would forget. And then it just mm-hmm. became, you know, um, I just didn't remember. Well, if it comes up again, I, I recommend it. I think it's very well done. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Gwen Verdon, uh, merely marvelous is the name of the movie. If you get a chance, I, I think it's worth a watch. It's short. Um, if you're a Broadway aficionado or even just a casual fan, just seeing that footage. I also loved the clips from Dan Yankees, uh, that Lola dance and also the, the other stuff that from the movie, it's just, all. Oh, I just love to watch her dance. I just love it. Yeah. So good. So good. She was so, so great. Yeah. It's a rental, this movie, if you, uh, if you're so inclined, but yeah. So thumbs up from me. Thumbs up for me as well. So watch it. You know, when I assumed it was done in the nineties, it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It is odd, but yeah, yeah. it's real odd. Anyway. Yeah, it was good. So next week we are back with a full lady. (laughs) We are back with a full lady. (laughs) Um, and I might anger you. Oh no. Get ready for me to throw my computer. But we have to, because I'm having a moment with her. Okay. Um, and I checked. I don't think we've done her before. You know how my memory is. <laughs> uh, we're going to do Winona Ryder. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm okay. sorry. I have to, I, I adore her. I worship her. She needs to be protected at all costs. And we're going to do it. We're going to do right. it. She deserves I, her time to shine. I like her in the right thing. So. Okay. So I like just her- pick the. Right well thing. enough in the right thing. Oh. All right. All right. <laughs> Although 
the movie I want to watch. You probably hate her in, I would assume. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. We'll talk but, offline. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll save that. Anyway. So yeah, we're going to do, we're going to do Winona Ryder because I all love right. her. Alrighty. Alrighty. All right. Well, uh, you can send us an email at three funny ladies at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on the Instagram, which is three funny ladies podcast. Um, I was so proud of myself today because I posted the opening credits to, or the opening theme song from another world. Okay. And it didn't. And nobody has even liked it. I didn't even see that you posted. And I should say as well, my reposting app uh, no longer allows me to post multiple pictures, which is why I've only been reposting. Oh. I know, bullshit. Or to pay for the premium. And I'm sorry, I, I already can't pay my bills. Yeah, I'm not paying for a premium for, sharing yeah. app. Okay. No. Um. So, yeah, I didn't even see that post. So maybe it's Instagram being a bitch maybe all right so all right well that's it then gang all Um, right we'll see you uh we'll see you next week absolutely have a good beginning of september okay bye okay bye